Hello and welcome to the BVC Podcast. Here at Brownsburg Vineyard Church, we want you to know that we are a group of ordinary people that serve an extraordinary God. Our mission is to honor God and advance His kingdom by building disciples who will give their lives to changing the world. Whether you are local or joining us from a distance, we want to thank you for being a part of our family. To learn more about us, you can visit thebvchurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's message.
yet they have to be experts on whatever they're talking about. And so I feel like me preparing this and me speaking today, I am preaching to myself. And so I was like, okay, Lord, we're going to learn all of this together, how to learn a life of courage. And when I look through the scriptures, there are so many scriptures that say, have courage. Don't be afraid. Do not fear. He says it over and over again. And I was like, oh, Lord, there's a lot of scriptures that talk about this. Which one am I supposed to talk about? And he had me land on the life of Miriam. A lot of times we don't really think about Miriam. If you don't know who Miriam is, Miriam was Moses' older sister. And so we hear about Miriam kind of in that story where Moses gets rescued from the Nile River and Miriam had a play in that. We don't really think about the fact that she was a very courageous young girl that went up to the Pharaoh's daughter and talked to her. How courageous that would have been. And I'm sure there was a lot more times that she showed courage until she ended up helping Moses and Aaron deliver the Israelites from Egypt out of captivity. She was the one that led the Israelites after they got through the parting of the Red Sea. She helped lead the Israelites in a song of victory and praise. And do you know that's the first song that's recorded in the Bible? And Miriam led that. How awesome. And then she is the first Israelite prophetess that's recorded in the Bible. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And so really, she was a mother in the house of Israel. And so how awesome that is on Mother's Day. We're going to celebrate Miriam, and we're going to learn about her life. And what were some of the things that we can pull out of her life so that we, too, can live a life of courage, just like Miriam? So I want to read the story out of Exodus. But I want to tell you what's going on with the Israelites at this point. So the Israelites were living in Egypt, and they were doing great. They all had jobs and livelihoods, homes and families. They were prospering and doing awesome. And a new pharaoh came into power. And this new pharaoh looked at all the Israelites, and he was threatened by how many there were. So he decided he would put all the Israelites into captivity and slavery. And then that happened, and the Israelites, they continued to prosper. They continued to multiply and do well. And the Pharaoh looked, and he was still threatened. And so he decided to do something so evil. He decided that all of the baby boys that were two years old and younger, to have them all killed. And it was during these dark, dark days that Moses was born. So Moses' mother gave birth to Moses. She hid him for three months, and she could hide him no longer. And so she needed to just trust the Lord, and she had to release him, and she had to put him in the Nile River in this basket. And then this is where we're going to pick up with the story with Miriam. So it's Exodus 2, 4 to 6. His sister, Miriam, stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. 
She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby crying, and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister, Miriam, asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. So there's a few things we can pull out of this story. And I think the first thing we can pull out of this that Miriam was willing to do and that she was willing to say yes. So courage begins by saying yes. That Miriam was willing. She saw this opportunity. She was watching. She was standing in the reeds hiding. And she went and she saw this opportunity. God gave her this wonderful idea. Go up and talk to the Pharaoh's daughter and give her this options presentation to go and to go and get her mother. And she was willing. She was willing to step into that destiny. I think a lot of times we think of destiny as being something that's way off in the future. And we forget that destiny is today. That we live that out today. What is the choices that we're going to make today? Are we going to say yes to what God has for us today? Are we just going to continue to put it off and think sometime in the future? But we're going to say, yes, today, I am going to do what God's calling me to. And as I was reading this story, I was thinking, you know what was amazing? is that she said yes to her destiny. And by saying yes to her destiny, it released the destiny of others around her. Think of her mother, how much joy was in their house. When Miriam came home to her mother and said, you will not believe what happened. Can you imagine the joy? Your mother and you had to release your son thinking you were never going to see him again. And your daughter comes back with the best news ever. The joy would have been incredible. That released her mother from the sorrow that she would have carried. Think about Moses. What would Moses' life have been a what it would it have looked like if Miriam hadn't went up and talked to the Pharaoh's daughter? We don't know. We don't know what it would have looked like. Think about the Israelites. They were in captivity. They were in slavery and praying for freedom. And here's Miriam. She was willing. She said yes. So her destiny released the destiny of so many others. How many times in our lives do we say no? We have no idea how many people this is going to impact. We have no idea. Miriam had no idea what would happen when she went up to the Pharaoh's daughter. All she knew was that this is something she needed to do and that her God would look after her. How many times do we have an opportunity like this and we are quick to say all the no's, all the reasons not to do it? Believe me, I had a lot of no's for this morning. I could think of lots of reasons not to stand up here. So many times it's, no, I'm too young. No, I'm too old. No, I'm not smart enough. No, the timing isn't right. No, I am too busy. And as women, what is one of our big no's? We compare ourselves a lot. No, someone else would do a much better job. Someone else can do it because they do so much better. That's what I thought this morning. I was like, there's got to be somebody else that could do that on Mother's Day, not me. <laughs> and so comparison, 
I believe it robs us of our destiny that God has made you unique with unique gifts and talents and upbringing. You're in a unique situation at the perfect time. Miriam was in the right spot at the right time to step into it. There's nobody else that could have done what Miriam did. There's no one else that can do and step into that destiny God's called you to other than you. And so we just need to be willing to say yes. That he has a plan. He has a purpose for our lives. And so Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So let's say yes to God. Let's say no to all the busyness around us. All those things. The tyranny of the urgent. And as mothers, we get caught up in that. It's like, oh, i got to make lunches, and i got to run over here, and i got to do this, and I feel bad for this one. And then you're running around, and then God's like, I want you to do this. And you're like, I'm too busy, God. And so God's like, say no to all that stuff. And how would you start saying yes to what I want you to do? Whatever God calls us to do has eternal value. Those are the things that are going to last for eternity. Those are the things that we want to say yes to. So let's clear our calendars and let's be ready to say yes for God. Let's be willing, just like Miriam. I think of us getting in a car and going, we have our favorite restaurant that's there. That's our destiny. That's what, this is what I was made for. This is what fulfillment in my life. We get in the car and we keep putting the brakes on. And we keep putting on the brakes. No, 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 now's not the right time. No, I can't go yet. And God's like, just press the gas. Just go. It's waiting for you. Just go. Go grab a hold of it. Everything he has is good. He's got a good hope and future for us. As we look at the story with Miriam, she said yes. She was willing. She stepped out. And what is the thing that always is standing there waiting for all of us? And we all face it's fear. And so courage faces our fears. And just think, Miriam said yes. She's willing. She's going to step out. And then all of a sudden there's that fear going, do you know who you're going up to talk to? This is the Pharaoh's daughter. Do you remember who the Pharaoh is? He's that evil man who just went and made that law to kill all the baby boys. That's pretty evil. And you're going to go up and talk to his daughter? Who says that she's not as evil as her dad? And yet she came in the face of fear and she still went up and talked to the Pharaoh's daughter. I cannot imagine the courage that she had. I think a lot of times we read stories like that in the Bible and we think, oh, these courageous people, they just were fearless. But they had courage and they would have experienced fear. They would have had that heart racing. I don't think that you can say it's courage if there is no fear. I do lots of things. And if there's no fear, it's not really courageous of me. I just did it. And I didn't think anything of it. But God says, be courageous. So if he says, be courageous, I think that we can assume that we are going to face fear. 
there are going to be things in our life that are going to be standing there and going, you can't do it. Fear is not our friend. And there's so many times that fear says, you will be safe if you hide in the shadows. If you don't step out, I will keep you safe. He is not going to keep you safe. He is going to put you in captivity. He is going to hold you in bondage. You are not going to be free until you face fear and say, I see you, but you are not going to stop me. Don't let fear stop you. You need to step out. Do it afraid, like Joyce Meyer says. Just do it afraid. You're going to feel all those emotions. Miriam, I'm sure she felt those emotions, but she knew that God was going to watch after her, and she did it anyways. And so Winston Churchill says, fear is a reaction, whereas courage is a decision. We need to make that decision. And so we come up to the kind of that crossroads where we make this choice. And there's a scripture that says, perfect love casts out fear. So that means, when I read that, they can't live together. You choose one or the other. Do we want to choose perfect love? And that's the way of God. That's the way of light, and of freedom, of hope, of goodness. Do we want to choose that? Or do we want to choose fear, which is bondage and its darkness? hurt and of pain. We choose one or the other. Which one will you serve? So I think that um, one of the things that has helped me with overcoming the fears and today, I really needed to go before the Lord and go, Lord, you know, I'm afraid of all the public speaking. What am I supposed to do? So whenever you experience the fear, just take to the Lord. Lord, what do you want me to do with this? I know that you want me to defeat the giant that stands in front of me. And so um, I was like, Lord, what exactly caused me to say no to this morning and really pray about it and see? And he said, it's the fear of man, that you have a fear of man. And so I think when we name our fear, we need to see it. We need to be able to look it in the eye and go, that is the fear that I'm facing. And so I take that fear, and then God loves the divine exchange. He loves to take those things that are not of him for us to give it to him, and in exchange, he's going to give us something good back because he's a good God. He always wants to give us something that's good. And so I was like, God, okay, I've got this fear of man. What am I going to do with it? It's like, give it to me. And what an exchange do you have? And he's like, the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And so when you have things that are not of God, to give it to God and say, God, what do you have in exchange for me? And so I just love how the worship songs this morning, the joy of the Lord is in the house today. And here this is the the word God gave me, is fear of man, receive the joy of the Lord. And so um, another thing that helps me when I deal with the fears and the fear this morning, all the what ifs. Don't those come at you? Like, what if, what if I get up here and I totally forget everything and I freeze? What if you all walk out on me? You know, there's like all kinds of what ifs. I could think a whole long line of what ifs. And yet there's a scripture that says, take every thought captive. And so when those what ifs come in, I have to recognize that's not God. He's not giving me all these negative what ifs. He's going to promise the good things 
Lord with that. And Isaiah 41.10 says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. If God says this over and over again, do not fear, he knows that we are going to face fear. And so he says, do not fear. He wants children that are bold and courageous and will move forward despite the emotions and the fear that stand in front of us. And then thirdly, when we look at the life of Miriam, is that courage always perseveres. So here's Miriam. She is an Israelite prophetess. She has led them out of captivity with Moses and Aaron. She's led them in this wonderful song of victory. How awesome this is. And in the book of Numbers, we read that she failed. That she sinned. The consequences of what she did, she spoke against Moses. She needed to leave the Israelite camp for seven days. But you know, our God is one of restoration. And he's like, you do not move along on without Miriam being restored. And so for seven days they waited for Miriam to be restored. And she was restored as prophetess in Israel. I don't think that we can live a life of courage without occasionally experiencing failure or messing up. You're doing something you have never done before. You're doing something that you have not perfected. You're not an expert at. That's why there's courage. So we're going to occasionally experience failure or messing up. And so Romans 8.28 says that God works all things for good. And it's only failure if you don't get back up and try again. So many of you know that I'm a nurse, but most of you do not know that when I was a kid, I passed out every time I got a shot. And I mean like every time. The doctor had a note in his chart that said when she comes in to get a needle, lay her down. Because even if she's sitting up, she will pass out cold. And so here I was going, well, I think I was supposed to go to nursing. And all of my friends and family are like, um, I don't think so. You pass out every time you see blood, hear blood. I watched first aid video and passed out. Like, this is like way beyond you. And But I really felt like, uh, this is something I think I'm supposed to do. Okay, so I go through and I get my nursing degree. And then I went and wrote my nursing boards in Canada. We we're moving to New York. And so I wrote my nursing boards in New York. So got everything. Got my first job, University of Rochester. This is awesome. I'm going to be working in the ICU. I'm so excited. And I go for my physical and I needed a shot. And guess what? I passed out. And like, okay, well, here I am. I was supposed to be a nurse, and I am passed out. I met my greatest fear. And so at that point, I could have decided, yeah, this is just not for me. But God gave me the strength to stand back up and to keep going. And I have been a nurse now for 30 years, and I love it. I am so glad that I am a nurse. 
I just can't imagine my life not being a nurse. And I'm so thankful that I have a God who is like, get back up. You can do it. I got back up and kept going. And now it's not even a fear. It's not even on my radar because I give needles and I start IVs on people all day long. And so it's really not anything that requires courage anymore because I overcame it. And so whatever God's calling you to, he is going to help you overcome it and get back up and keep going. Um, I, a little while ago, I ran across this book on fear, and it was written by Nick Walenda. If you don't know who Nick Walenda is, he is one of those wire walkers. You know, they walk on that wire really high up, and it's pretty impressive. And I thought, this guy's got to have a few thoughts about fear, because I cannot imagine walking on a wire across the Grand Canyon, you know. And so I read his book. And so he's walked across the Grand Canyon. He's walked over a volcano. Like, I'm like, this guy is crazy. And he's got a really strong face. Such a good book. And so at the end of his book, he has a quote. He says, if I could sum up the secret to wire walking to life, really, it's this. Keep going until you get to the other side. You have to persevere. And I love that visual. So here we are. This is our life. We're on this wire. And we can't go backwards. We can't stay still. We have to keep going. We have to persevere. Our God that's been faithful in the past is going to be faithful in my future. I am just going to get back up and I'm going to keep on going. I am going to persevere and I am going to to get to the other side, because God is good, and I'm not going to do it alone. He is going to be with me. He says, be courageous, so I know that he says he'll be with me. He will be with me and get to the other side. And so, as we look at the life of Miriam, we go, we want to say yes, just like Miriam. Say yes to your destiny. If you're alive today, God has a destiny and a hope and a future for you. And then when you come up against fear, go, fear, you are not going to stop me. I am going to keep going, and I'm going to grab a hold of everything that God has for me. And when you fall down, just get back up. Keep on going and just believe that God is good. So if the worship team wants to come forward, I'm just going to pray, and then I'm going to tell you a little challenge as they're coming. When I woke up this morning, I went and I felt like God wanted me to give us all a little challenge for this week. He wants us to do something different this week. So look at your your life and go, what can we do different this week? So whether it's wearing an outfit that you've never wore before, or he wants you to try a different food, or maybe go to a park that you've never gone to before. But he wants us to do something different. And it just requires just that little bit of courage. You know, there's all these big things in life, and sometimes there's just those little things that God's like, just step out there, and let's just do that. So if you want to stand with me, I'm going to pray. And then the worship team, or prayer team, if they want to come forward. And if you 
have anything that God's put on your heart that you want prayer for today, any fear that stopped you from what God wants you to do, or do you want to say yes, anything at all, just come forward and pray for that. So Holy Spirit, I thank you that your presence is here. We thank you for your joy and that when you lead us out of captivity, we come into that place of freedom where there's joy. So I thank you that there's joy in this place today where fear is overcome and there's freedom and joy in this place. Amen. We could have the prayer team come forward. And uh, for those of you who are visiting today, we just always offer prayer ministry as a way to end the service. This is just a time where we reflect on what the Holy Spirit has spoken to us. Maybe we make that commitment to, to, as Gwen said, take that step. And so we offer prayer ministry teams that will come alongside and pray that uh, with that with you for that. And as uh, I was thinking about Gwen's message and what the Holy Spirit wanted to do, I sensed that there would be people here today who maybe took that step of courage. You did that thing and you said yes, and it did turn out the way you thought. And you heard Gwen's message and you said, you know, I've been there and I've done that, and I got burned. And it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to turn out. I sense that that's you here today, that God wants you to come forward and receive prayer, that you would get back up again, that by God's grace, He would lift you back up again and say, try, try, try again. Just to allow the Lord to build that perseverance in you, to bring healing maybe to that area of failure or hurt when you step out in courage. So as, uh, as the worship team plays, we're going to offer prayer. I encourage you to come forward and receive that prayer. And so, God, whatever you want to do this morning in our lives, whether whether we need prayer for this fear and courage message that, that Gwen presented, or whether it's a physical healing in our life, relational healing, or just a burden that we need help carrying, uh, I pray, God, that you would stir within our, our lives. And, and in the same way that Miriam said yes, I'll step into that moment. I pray for those who are in the crowd today who are wondering, should I go forward for prayer? I would pray that they would hear that divine yes. Say yes and come forward and encounter me today. Amen. Let's sing this last song together. Come forward for prayer.